Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is June the 7th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. Hopefully you're breathing well. We'll definitely be getting to that. But, you know, air quality is pretty fucking rough today. It's a, it's, it's a hump day for sure, for sure. Hopefully you're well hydrated. You're well fed. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for that. I'm vibing for that, okay? Um, as for me, I've yet to eat my meal, as is tradition, my big meal for the day. But we're gonna we're gonna get there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to whipping after this. Um, let's see here. Today was it was like I say it was good. It was or maybe I haven't said that yet. I'm good. I'm solid. Um, but um, gotta say this is a uh, one of the cons of my job. I'm gonna get into a little bit, a little bit of a wine for you. Um cry corner (laughs) no um so i work with trash i'm a trash guy (laughs) um i get a new cardboard dumpster every day um that's usually where i work and that's usually like the upside of my job more times than not it's usually not stinky actually which is nice like it's just a normal cardboard you know doesn't smell weird unless like somehow got rained on because that sometimes can happen with boxes you know they come through from shipping somehow and they get wet um, those, those are the L's. Those boxes smell just terrible. But, um, the only time I have a, a usually a, a stink issue is if I have to handle the other compactor, which has all the other trash and like maybe like a bag burst or something like that. Otherwise it's just like textbook trash bag, whatever. But when we get new dumpsters, new compactors, I should say, um, sometimes from whenever they were from before, they just couldn't purge the smell and so it it's just the most rank thing. So I come into work and I can smell this like literally like yards away before I even get to the compactor. I'm like, what is that? Where is that coming? Oh my God. And um, so yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And I knew that the only thing I could really do was um, just throw cardboard. You know what I mean? Like if I can fill it with cardboard, it doesn't smell as bad. It's only like the cardboard works as an absorbent. But the problem here is by the time I get anywhere close to dealing with that, getting that to that part, it's already like sapped on me. And I definitely like, got home. I was doing some research and I just smelled my own. Like, I, I cannot wait to take a shower. <laughs> so ready. Um, but uh, but overall, the day was good. It was fine. You know, just just being a little stinker. Um, but yeah. Um, trying to think, is there anything else I really want to talk about work-wise, life-wise? No, I think we're good. I'm going to go ahead and, um, (laughs) if you will, excuse my French. Actually, speaking of the moment, I remember what I wanted to add. So, the smell was so bad, but an idea came to me. Mm. And this idea was not a good idea. I don't advise it. Part of the reason why this is a adult adult broadcast, whatever podcast. Um, I was like, oh, my coworker, he always smokes. He rolls his own little cigarettes. He always keeps them on him. He always lets people bum off of him. And I was like, I normally don't do this unless it's like a slow day and there's something to do. 
but this shit smells so bad. I want to cover myself in a cigarette smell to just kind of just shake it up a bit, okay? Like, just I would rather smell smoke. I mean, that's me. I don't hate the smell of smoke. I know a lot of people don't like it. I definitely don't like waking up and realizing, like, oh, like, that's how my clothes smell. Like, ew, something like that. Like, that's gross. Um, but overall, I don't hate a smoke smell. That's fine. But um, so I was like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and uh, smoke, a, smoke a dart. And uh, he was down. He let me bum one. And I got to say, I probably picked the worst day of the year to decide to do that. But once again, we will get to that. I'm, I'm teasing on a teaser. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about some news. From the Associated Press, eight young workers at drug cartel call center killed. Bodies placed in bags. Uh, so it's pretty grisly. I'm going to just start right off the gate with that. As many as eight young workers were confirmed dead Tuesday in Mexico after they apparently tried to quit jobs at a call center operated by a violent drug cartel that targeted Americans in a real estate scam. Now, this real estate scam is kind of uh, weirdly, I don't want to say ironic or whatever, it just kind of falls in line with the podcast, actually. We just talked about timeshares, timeshare fraud and shit like that. This was actually a a similar kind of situation to more like the pig butchering thing we've discussed before where we're doing like phone scams and we're getting people to like give you money through a series of conversation like oh who are you but this was like a little bit more sophisticated in the sense of um the people who are running the scam or the the people operating the scam uh in the situation like the young workers um, they had a delivery or a pitch that like was using actual like documents or at least they looked official. So this whole timeshare scheme looks a lot more official and you go along with it until you wind up giving them money and then it all dissolves. So these workers were trying to get out of the situation. They were trying to leave. They wanted to be done. And essentially they said, oh, nope, you're done then. And um, I was really, really fucking sad. Uh, let's see here. A total of six men and two women were reported missing between May 20th and May 22nd. But the forensic examiners did not mention the number of confirmed identities. There have been doubts about whether one of the youths was among the bodies found. Um, the name of the, the cartel is Jalisco New Generation Cartel. Which, I gotta say, if you just replace the name of cartel, if you replace that with church, I would be like, oh yeah, Jalisco New Generation Church. Like, I would think this is some, like, Baptist experience or something. Now, it turns out this is a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a gang gang. Um, They say Mexico's most violent gang, but it's, I don't know. If you're already saying cartel, you're telling me all I need to know here. I've kind of had this little bit of gripe for the past couple months of just being like, yo, I get it, like... This is a gang. They're doing crime. You know, this is a brutal affair. They, they really use the brain. They, they really start flourishing a lot. And I kind of don't like that. But whatever. I, I thought that name was interesting. Uh, let's see here. Um, there wasn't a motive. But um, at least the Jalisco officials did not offer a, mo- a motive in the killings. Um, but I mean... I don't know. I think it's just one of those situations where you're not going to leave on your own terms. 
that's just how this is, sadly, which is really fucked up. Essentially, it's making you literally, you know, chain to your job, you know, so. Um, yeah, I mean, essentially, something like this is like, yeah, if you were to leave, that would be a bad look because then it makes it seem like other people can just walk away from this operation. That's not how this is going to be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, essentially, it's, it potentially could have been like making an example, whatever. Um but yeah, all around a bad scene um, and a strange cocktail of just things I've kind of seen over the past just few months in stories. Um, it's really a lethal situation. Um, but yeah, let's see. Let's something else. There's some more stuff I wanted to cover here. Uh, da, 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 da. Sadly, it's another shooting, but this one is in America. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, CNN, two killed and five others injured in shooting outside a high school graduation venue in Richmond, Virginia. Let's see here. Um, a gunman opened fire as hundreds of people stood outside after a high school graduation ceremony Tuesday evening in Richmond, Virginia, killing two people and wounding five others, the city's interim police chief said. Um, also a nine-year-old girl was hit by a car It just kind of, she was trying to run away, or they were, yeah, they, she was trying to run away, um, just in all the chaos that happened, but her injuries are life, not life-threatening, excuse me, I had a burp, um, but let's see, they initially thought two people were involved, um, but they later just narrowed down to one person, um, let's see here... I believe it was... Let me just read it. Police initially detained two people, but later said one was not involved. The other, a 19-year-old who investigators think may have known one of the victims and had um, four handguns, was held Tuesday night, and police will recommend two counts of second-degree murder against him. Uh, let's see, uh, killed were an 18-year-old student who graduated Tuesday and a 36-year-old man who had attended the ceremony. Um, they weren't identified as of this article. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a shame that in these, like, moments that are supposed to be so celebratory, supposed to be, like, the marking of, you know, this is a big milestone you've just crossed, and to literally have your life snuffed out in these moments is is crazy i mean to be of any moment like it's not like you have to make an example of this this shit happens every day in, a, in america and um yeah it's fucking sad man uh you know neither of these people deserve what happened you know obviously i i don't know though what sparked the situation why this person brought four handguns um but yeah um I mean, it, it was at least a good situation. There were off-duty officers who were working security at the ceremony. Um, so they were, like, you know, there on the spot. So that, that's, a, you know, good that at least it didn't, you know, get worse with time or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think we ran out of road with this. I don't know. It, it's another day. It's another shooting, sadly, you know. Um let's see let's talk about some lighter shit let's actually get to what i was kind of a loom you know teasing in the beginning of this podcast um 
from Reuters, U.S. East Coast blanketed in eel in in eels. I wish we were blanketed in eels. That'd be fucking wild. The U.S. East Coast blanketed an eerie veil of smoke from Canada fires. Now, I feel like this is a can a, a true ass big ass Canada story, and like just because of the POV, at least from America, like we're just really worried about like ah, it's so hazy out here, it's fucking crazy. But I, I know that there's been a lot of like wildfire activity in Canada. Um, maybe and not to use a pun here, but like I, I'm a bit burnt out. We've talked about wildfires in California, and it's crazy that this is just gonna be like. You know, this is the way it is, y'all. Like, you know what I mean? I've said it before. I'll say it again. Global warming is a fucking thing. You know, we just kind of have to live with this shit. But it's crazy that, you know, Canada's having the same fucking issue. And they're having it so bad that literally the smoke, the particles, all that fucking shit is just moved. It moved south. And um, it hit a lot of the East Coast. Um, so let's, let's go ahead and start from the article here. Really, a lot of this is focused, I feel like, um, in New York. Uh, but schools across the East Coast canceled outdoor activities. Commercial airline traffic was slowed, and millions of Americans were urged to stay indoors on Wednesday as smoke from Canadian wildfires drifted south, drifting, uh, blanketing cities in thick yellowish haze. I would say that at least... When I looked and saw a lot of pictures, it was a big, a lot of orange. You know, like the New York skyline is literally just orange. Um, but, I mean, this shit literally, I mean, Ohio's catching strays here, okay? Like, like I said, I was literally out here and it, it was cloudy. And I'm like, it just doesn't feel like a cloudy day, if that makes sense. But it is. Um, but overall, like, the weather hasn't been bad. It's been a little bit cooler, I think, just because of all the cloud cover. But, um... I was just thinking, like, oh, yeah, this is just Ohio weather. Bipolar as hell. Um, but it turns out, like, no. Like, the U.S. National Weather Service issued air quality alerts um, for, a, you know, a lot of areas. Um, you know, from Vermont to South Carolina, as far as Ohio um, and Kansas. So, yeah, it was really bad. But, like, I, I heard a lot of just just air just look it looks like fallout in new york and new jersey right now that's all i that's all i can say you know um but yeah i mean just crazy how a fire in one place can just do so much damage you know so far out um like literally warping weather um but yeah hopefully everyone is staying indoors minding their p's and q's I know, like, I'm mildly asthmatic, so it was already going to be rough. And like I said, I decided, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and smoke a cigarette. And I'm still stinky, and now my throat hurts. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think it's supposed to go through this weekend in terms of the air quality alert. Um, as of the fires, like I said, this article really did not give a fuck. It mentions it, like, once, uh, and they kind of move along. But, uh, yeah, hopefully the fires are, you know, quelled as, as a news commentary guy. I should be telling you guys that. But, hey, look, there's L's all around. There's a lot of news in the air right now. It's not just particles. Okay? We're doing what we can. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We got another thing to cover here. Some actual CNN news, but we're not at CNN. Kind of felt a little navel-gazy to use CNN here because it's about the CEO getting fired. 
Um, man, the word of the year might be ousted. It might be. But um, from the Hollywood Reporter, CNN CEO Chris Light ousted after a tumultuous year. I think I kind of just want to freeball this and just kind of use the article as a reference. I've kind of sourced this from a few things. The best thing I've listened to so far was uh, from The Journal. They literally just do a 17-minute just breakdown of Chris Light, his whole little career. He went from producer to CEO. He was, um, what's this guy's name? Zaslov, David Zaslov. He was like his, I don't want to say flunky, but Politico sure shit did. <laughs> they were a bit too scathing in my opinion, but I get it. You know, if it's an editorial, you're going to you're gonna talk that good shit. But, um, you know, Chris Light, he was a very promising kind of rising guy in the industry. And uh, David Zaslov said, okay, you know, we're doing a lot of shakeups. David Zaslov, we've talked about him a little bit before. He is the um, CEO of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. You know, since their merger, he's been the top guy and he's been cutting shit left and right. He was actually a part of the CNN cut for CNN Plus. And, you know, Chris or, yeah, Chris Light was more or less like, OK, yeah, that's fine. I totally am with that. That's the that's what we got to do. And also, I feel like maybe this is Aslaw's vision. Maybe it was Chris Light's vision. Who knows? what is what, maybe they just shared it, what have you, but they wanted to make CNN less liberal, like, they wanted to make it more moderate, just something more in between that, like, and they felt like by doing that, it was gonna make CNN more watchable to people, and I think that's not the money move, and I think that's proven in the ratings that they've kind of gotten, it's been, it's been dropping, they haven't been doing well, but you could be saying that that's kind of just the way that it is for all cable news. Like, I think Fox News has been struggling. That's why they did all that floundering back, you know, during the election time to try to, like, keep attention on what the viewers wanted. Like, okay, like, okay, fine. Trump Trump did win. Whatever. Like, <laughs> they were willing to say whatever in their news organization. And I think for CNN, the vision here was like, let's just be more in the middle of the road and we'll make more people happy. But along the way, shit just was not working out. Don Lemon was being way too sassy on Maine, got the whole fucking label into trouble, which naturally kind of falls into Light's, um, you know, purview. Like, what are you going to do with this? And they finally got around to firing him. Uh, maybe a little too late, maybe some would say. Also, I think there were others on staff who were just not liking the way things were going, especially post the Trump town hall situation which i gotta say maybe i'm just dumb or numb here i did not think that was the biggest l that cnn has taken you know to me the bigger l was going more to the middle because that's just not what cnn is just known for whether you like cnn or you don't like cnn you look at it as this is liberal media it's the epitome you like that's the example you use so for them to try to do anything else is just weird it just looks weird i get the idea but it just doesn't work it's just like you know fox news trying to fucking do the same it just doesn't work like they have to pander to the right <laughs> they just have to it's the only way they make money um but this idea of saying hey we're going to take Trump. We're going to put him on the network. We're going to put him on a network show. And I think something that listening to the uh, journal episode, the idea of having it being like a casual town hall where you don't have people quiet 
and like you don't really have a like you're supposed to have a mixed profile of people in the group but instead this was just a lot of pro-trumpers and it just i think it doesn't matter man like whether you like trump whether you hate trump trump knows how to work a camera he knows how to be entertaining to a group of people might not be group entertaining to me or you you might think that she's saying is stupid but it can get a reaction out of people he knows that he's good at that in the town hall he just worked the room said so much stupid shit did not really answer any questions in his favor but they just it just looked like they were pandering to trump and they were just giving trump a bump on their show and it's like shouldn't you be letting fox news do this why is this happening and I think a lot of people were really put off by it, especially people in-house. And so at this point, you know, Chris Light comes up on Monday. He's doing Mia Culpa's. Um, because on top of this, too, after all this shit, you find out he there was an article from, I think, The Atlantic, where he literally just gave these people access into his life for this whole year that he's been CEO. And, and they just ripped him to shreds and i get the idea of just being like an open book saying hey i have nothing to hide but like you are showing them your life and like you are just showing them literally all the l's you're taking and they just got to take away and give a scathing review and once again this just is heaping dog shit on cnn they just look even worse um so yeah i mean he's doing this mia culpa he's doing this i'm sorry dance and i think the higher ups are like yeah, Zaz, why don't you fucking do the thing where you just cut the shit, bro? Do this motherfucker like Batwoman and fucking can him. And uh, he did. <laughs> he got on a fucking uh, group meeting or whatever and said, yeah, it's over. He's kaput. <laughs> um, he's a great guy, but uh, I'm taking responsibility for this one. <laughs> this one's on me. <laughs> you can put the blame on me. <laughs> he aconned. He had to, uh, truly. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the rise and fall of Chris Light. <laughs> uh, yeah, at least as I see it. Um, I have one more thing to cover, and then I will let you go. And it is sad news. Um, so, yeah, let me, let me go ahead and hit the candle. From TMZ Sports, the Iron Sheik, wrestling legend, dead at 81. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is RIP to the Iron Sheik. Um, <coughs> he died at the age of 81. I do not know the causes, but they, um, at least uh, from a statement that was put up on his media, media page, um, I believe he died peacefully. Um so yeah, that that's good. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like that's all you can ask for in a life, whether you're famous or you're not, you know, to be able to die at peace with your loved ones, you know, the people you care about. I think that's that's the that's the ultimate victory, I think. That's the best you can hope for. Uh but yeah, I mean, the Iron Sheik lived an amazing life, an amazing man. Uh Hassan Kozov Ali Zari, um probably butchered that. Sorry. 
but uh, definitely I this isn't someone in my lexicon of just like wrestlers and I'm like oh my god like oh, I love him but like it's he's one of the wrestlers who I got to look back at when I like look at the history of wrestling and I'm like oh my god dude he's so cool like like just one of the best heels uh, one of the best performers in the game to do it. Uh, to be able to play opposite of someone like Hulk Hogan and still be like just a bright ass, sterling ass fucking personality, like that's worth the time and effort. I think that's amazing. Um, and I think he was a, a man who was great in the ring and outside of the ring. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to be a big space in his wake. And uh, obviously, I'm not going to give him, you know, the best. Like, I mean, I'm not giving him the best. I'm just a dude, you know. But, um, you know, great man, great wrestler. Uh, happy to have shared the earth with this dude. So, yeah, that's that's what we have. That's the episode. Um, if you'd like to help out the effort, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com says Isaiah News. Uh, you get access to all the old little bonus content or any future content I do. You know, I'll pop a little Patreon up there maybe, you know. That's the thing. Also, you get a hot link to the Discord. That's free. Just hit me up, though. And then, also, you get newsy shout-outs once a month. Uh, I say your name on the podcast. I plug whatever project you're on you'd like me to talk about. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's a vibe. <laughs> Let's see. Also, free ways to hit me up, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. Both myself, the podcast itself, however you'd like to reach me. There's also the YouTube. That will have the non-ad if you're interested. That's, you know, will fair compromise. Um, but, uh, yeah, feel free to subscribe to that. Comment on any of those things. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll see it. <laughs> I'm not doing anything better with my life. I'm just hanging out, y'all. Uh, it's, it's, it's that or crushing some cardboard, you know? Uh, but yeah, that, that's it. That's the episode. Hopefully you're staying safe. You're staying, you know, well ventilated, nice and cool, collected. And, uh, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.